Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our full spoiler review of Avengers Endgame with the boys Connor. Hello. Benny. Hi there. So guys, full disclaimer here, we're getting into spoilers. If you haven't seen the film, go check out our non-spoiler review. We haven't ruined anything, but in this one, we're getting into the details for all those who have seen it at home. There is so much to discuss in this film. I have been waiting for this review Maybe about 18 months. I think uh, it's basically all I have to live for, this uh, this podcast and uh, getting into the deets. So uh, I'm very excited. Um, I guess we should just kick off from the first scene. Uh, and also we should kick off with some scotch. Yeah, yeah, because we finally made it. Let's, let's and, have a little uh, bit of a celebration. We, um, we had uh, some scotch on our uh, Infinity War review, so uh, tradition holds. Uh, first scene, uh, a, a Jesus. different type of uh, opening sequence to what we got in infinity war yeah which uh was what i found like very um not necessarily refreshing uh but uh an interesting choice from the get-go it was as dark as the um yeah but more sort of understated i would say more of um um let's just let's just uh cheers on this sorry Cheers, boys. We made it. Made it to the end game. Uh, So we are, of course, talking about the movie opening with um, the very expected Clint Barton's family all being dusted. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about that. Um, that was one of your theories for. Well, that was day one. Like when we, we got came out up of with Infinity it before War. anyone yeah. else in the world. <laughs> Pretty we, sure we, we did. We yeah. talked about that. <laughs> talked about that. Um, like as soon as we got out of Infinity War. I remember us kind of going through our predictions and stuff and, and that like that was like on the top of the list. Like it's gonna open up with his family getting dusted mm. and you know, him going to the dark side and, and you know, that was expected but also really well executed, I think. What what's interesting for me just from a an editing or a filmmaking perspective is, you know, we start off with Infinity War and you've got that Thanos theme that and like we've got the Sing typical uh typical Marvel sort of intro with with the um you know, the, the credit sequence or whatever you call it. And I love this one, how it just starts off with the bow and arrow and there's, there's no preamble. You're straight into it. And I thought creatively that was very, very interesting. And I was immediately like, okay, they're flipping infinity war on its head. They're doing something different. I felt like that was the exact same as infinity war. Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, like they started the affor- out- But all those aforementioned reasons that I mentioned just in the tone in, but they, in the- they started out with the, the Marvel kind of banner coming up. Not in this or- one. Not in this no, one. No, no, I was saying they had already kind of entered into the fray. Um, I feel like they did the very similar thing in that, you know, as soon as that Marvel thing was out of the way, they were right into it. Like it was. See, I feel like they're polar opposites in terms of the way you can do a scene. Um, one's got featuring a lot of characters we know, um, very gruesome as well with Loki and Heimdall dying. And in this one, it was just like kind of quiet and like his family disappears okay, and he's kind saying, of yeah. like, it's, it's they like. They were both very, I mean, like I, in my sense, they, um, I guess I'm saying that they're both very somber. They're both right into it. Um, this this felt like an epilogue to the last film almost. So like it carried directly on from that mm, you like know, extended Ragnarok, last scene of, for of example. everyone just, just dying. But that's that's exactly what Infinity War did. They just took the epilogue to Ragnarok. But I don't think the tone matches up. You know, Ragnarok's tone... It very much does, because the last thing that you see in Ragnarok is this ship ominously coming up. It's almost mm-hmm. a humorous beat, though. Yeah. Ragnarok. Did you really feel... Like, really? Yeah. I got yeah. very ominous vibes out of that. Yeah, because Loki's like, I think everything's going to be okay. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, and I think we talked about it in, that, in our Infinity War reviewers, maybe those two didn't match up 
Um, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of movie to get <laughs> this, through here. This is this should be the least uh, controversial thing that we talk about. It should be, Connor. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> Connor's like they're the same scene. It's the same shit. <laughs> Remember yeah. when Heimdall dies in the first scene of Endgame? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I really like that scene. Um, I mean, it it did feel a little expected in the set because we had talked about it so much. But yeah. at the same time, um, as I said before. Really well executed. And I think with this whole film, it's like there were a lot of things, you know, we did expect time travel. They, we got time travel. We did expect quantum realm. We got quantum realm. Time, but it's time that, jump. Um, it's the, the handling and the execution of it mm. that makes it so worthwhile to watch. So, so we knew God, that scene was going to happen. There's so much to, to tackle here. Just like Jeremy Renner's reaction and performance in that scene sold it for me. Yeah. So even though I knew it was going to happen, it still made it effective. Okay. And then then we jump straight to um, Tony Stark and Nebula in space, um, and uh, Captain Marvel just shows up to save him, and that plot thread is resolved immediately. So did you like the fact that she kind of just just showed up? I don't um, retrospectively have an issue with it. I think um, plenty of people might because the marketing focused so heavily on Tony Stark in space. And a lot of people theorized on that, you know, because they didn't have much to go on. So mm. thinking that's going to be a big plot point. Um, I, you know, given the way the rest of this movie goes, I have no problem with them just kind of nipping it in the bud and getting rid it, of it. Yeah, I mean, like that. In that sense, I totally get why they did it. If they had spent a little bit more time on that, I think that it would have just eaten into time mm. that was better spent on other you, areas. You really need to have seen the Captain Marvel post-credit scene, though, um, because. Uh, as opposed to what I thought, that wasn't a scene in this film. Yeah, and that at was, all. That was that was her actual introduction to the Avengers. Yeah, uh, that thirty second scene. Crazy. Yeah, and, and then I mean, that must be how she went to find Stark. So. Marvel has some ha- has had a, a history of doing that. I just I don't know why, but I just didn't think that they would do that mm. for this. I mean, there, there's that that um, really pivotal scene where Loki takes the Tesseract um, as Selvig. Um, which is like a, it's a big plot point when you. Yes, yeah, really like Loki's alive. Yeah, and, but I mean, like that is for... that is like nothing compared to I think this. Where, where maybe maybe a little bit. Um, I, yeah, I just didn't think that they would pull that off with with Endgame, but they did. They and, and I think that it's probably a good idea. When it's I think efficient about it. as all hell, man. Just it between really the, between those two movies, it's like you get everything you yeah. need. And I mentioned this in the non spoiler version. They are unapologetic about the fact that this is you this this is for the people that have been along the journey the entire way like this this movie is designed for people that have watched all the films what? apart from hulk that's the thing so just quickly cuz this is ostensibly a sequel to infinity war and imagine if you just watched those two movies it wouldn't work cuz you just suddenly he's in space where he was and then mm-hmm. a super saiyan flies up and so is many... like it's all right i'm here but like, I mean, can can you tell me how how did captain marvel know their location they got the beacon from um, Nick Fury. Fury. Yeah. yeah, but how did Nick Fury know that, that that was the location of the ship? Oh, how did they find Stark? Yeah. yeah. So how did Captain Marvel find know to go to that location? Like, did, did, refresh location? my memory. To go to where uh, Tony Stark and the Nebula are yeah, in the spaceship. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. So, I they, they, they didn't explain yeah, that at all. Yeah, so that for me on that, this first viewing, I was like, I just went with it. I was mm, like, there's yeah. just so much going on. You just kind of, on the second viewing, I was like, hmm, okay, that seems like a, a thread that could have maybe just kind of slip in a line and kind of smooths it out and gives some kind of justification. Like in the second viewing, it kind of was like, she just turns up. And yeah. I don't know, maybe there's something I've missed. I don't, maybe there's I something don't, we've all missed. I but. don't think there is. I mean, I'm just trying to think if there's anyone that could have 
She's real Ro- fast. No, Rock, Rocket is on Earth, and Rocket knows that they <laughs> took that ship. Yeah, I mean, he probably could have tracked the Benatar somehow. Where is Rocket? All right, wait, wait. Rocket was left on Earth. Yep. Oh, yeah, he was. So he, he yeah. knows how to find the ship. So I yeah. suppose that's I mean, probably that's, the most... That's all you need, right? ...reasonable that's explanation. Sure. out, I feel. Sure, but I, I, it's sort of like you're sort of connecting the dots rather than yeah. them actually spelling totally. well, it well, out. I mean, yeah. th- this movie is, is hella efficient. Like, yeah. I don't think it works thematically, but I mean, if, you, if you're willing to take the time to... to to kind of figure it out, I suppose it works. See that I I I don't know that that was the best way to do that. I think oh, there should have been at least so cool. at least a line. There should have been a line mm. yeah. after that, being like, "Thanks for helping me find the ship." Like, because at the moment, yeah, totally. the way that thematically works is that it it just feels like she stumbled upon the ship. Yeah, and in addition to that, we lose any scene in between these two movies where she's introduced to the Avengers, where mm-hmm. they're like, "Who are you? What do, what do you do?" Like, um. They do been? a couple of alluding to that, and I think they did. Uh, they did a one-liner that is really interesting, which is, "Where have you been all these mm. years?" and and it's a really good point. Be like, you're not the only ones that fucking yeah, know. Mm. love um, that. It is such a simple line, but it doesn't feel. Um, I guess uh, I'm trying to think of the word, like you know, when they just give the one-liners, like, "Oh, this can do this now." Um, just a little throwaway exposition. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the "thank you for smoking" line. Mm. Um, the it, it doesn't feel like that, right? It just it like it's, it, it feels like yeah, that does justify. Yeah, it, yeah. you're like oh, good point. Um, then I, we get what I think is a pretty harrowing scene of um, Tony Stark just absolutely fucked up and very angry at everyone. Oh, oh man, I, I and that. that's where that's where for me I was like Civil War, man. Like <laughs> I felt like in Infinity War we didn't get enough Civil War. Yeah, but in this one I was like, holy fuck, man! Like this is masterfully done. Like we've got threads tying in from this film, from that film, and man and the Wasp, Thor Ragnarok. You it know, and have it's felt like as impactful oh. if he was just coming back and like he was all good with Steve. Yeah, like it it, it makes sense for that character to be like, no, fuck all of you, and it adds. It, it makes Civil War a better film because yeah. like everyone's, you know, at the end of Civil War, it's kind of like a little bit flaccid. It's like, oh, they're all friends again, I guess. But in this one, it's like, no, they've got differences of opinion. And when Tony Styles going, we should have an armor around the world and, you know, fuck your yeah. freedoms. Awesome throwback uh, oh, to Ultron. man, man. Really awesome throwback. I got such a kick out of that. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. I really liked the dynamic of the group. Um you know, I, for uh, it kind of also highlights why they need Steve as this person that's not willing to walk away from the fight. I mean, you know that that it kind of gave him something to do, I suppose, in terms of making sure the team stays the course. Also, yeah, yeah like a little, um, like Tony, like you were going to call him, then you didn't call him. Um, yeah, and he was still fighting on Earth. You didn't yeah. come back and take it with you. Like, calm down a bit. But obviously, oh, no, I mean, he was like, in a very logic, bad place. Yeah. Very, very it's not about whether up. he's right or wrong. It's, yeah. it's more about whether, it's kind like, of like his emotional reaction to losing. He is a little irrational, and, and, and I liked that. But then we get the first giant left turn in this movie, which is when they go immediately confront Thanos. Yeah. Um, it was like that, um, uh, that scene in Nowhere where the, uh, Gamora just kills Thanos. Yeah. And you're like... Oh, it can't be it. They okay, cool. Except it was it. I mean, I thought that was a really cool way to go. That 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 is not what I expected to happen. Did either of you have an inkling that they were going to just kill him right off the bat? So I, I said this on the pod a couple of weeks ago. I didn't think it would be that soon. I thought it'd be at the end of the first third. Um, I, I said they'd go confront him and either 
he kills a couple of them and stuff goes real bad or they kill him and the rest of the movie is them trying to do other stuff that I couldn't, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, I was in, I was sort of questioning whether there was going to be multiple Thanoses in this or yeah. like, are they going to go back to the same Thanos? I was, I was sort of questioning that. Um, but seriously, man, to get a decapitation scene in the MCU is, is crazy. And well, they just cut it, off his arm, like yeah, right off the As soon as that happens, you're like, Thanos is dead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is and, and he's kind of it's a bit tr- like in a, in a certain way he has this vulnerability to him. You yeah. know, in his presentation where he's got half of his face charred. Yeah. Like you, you almost you know, there's a level of empathy to this character um, that was you know comes across you know um, f- extracted from Infinity War. That um, I mean, you didn't put up much of a fight. You didn't stand no, a no, chance against these guys. It's so interesting how they did that. Mm. I think, right, and, and we mentioned this in our non-spoiler review, and this is probably a good time to mention it as any, um, uh, which is that there were a couple of scenes in this that we thought that the CGI was a little bit distracting in terms of just not quite good enough. This was one of those scenes. I thought Thanos didn't look as good as he did in Infinity War. Um, not necessarily when he was talking to the Avengers, but the scene before that when he's going and picking out those weird fruit. Oh, you didn't like, think that looked good? That, it looked weird. No, like the, huh. I remember the bag that he put the fruit in looked decidedly last minute. Like it was weird. I was like this. Huh. It, it it was a moment where it kind of, it took me out just a little bit where I was like, oh, uh, I think that's just because of my expectation of anything to do with that, with Thanos is like next level good. Mm. Um, and then this just seemed a little bit, I guess, rushed. I, I kind of loved that scene and, and how you didn't see the infinity stones in his gauntlet yeah. and it was- um, but I, I I agree more so like, in terms of Thanos's CG polish in the dialogue. I didn't think he looked in that particular scene itself. Yeah, I don't think he looked as good as anything looked in Infinity War. Mm. Um, so so I'll I'll, I'll semi agree with you, but yeah. I just think it's in another part of that scene. Yeah, I think just the entire thing was like, and I got over it very quickly because the substance of the scene far outweighs the, you know the execution totally. of the effects. But the that just there was a little bit of a Oh, that's weird. Um, and I, really, I, I really like once they've killed him, how already up to this point, they've really set um, Nat as like the, the heart of this mission. Yeah. Like she's the one who's so determined to kind of get this thing going and just well, she, how, how devastated she is already. Yeah, it's, she almost lost more than anyone. I mean, Steve has already lost his entire world at least once. Um, I mean, you know, Barton until that point, we don't know, mm. um, you know, Everyone else, yeah, has lost it, but it just feels like for her, this is like everything. Yeah, and and that narrative thread follows through. Um, is there anything else about that Thanos scene? You know what I really liked about that Thanos scene? It's like he comes in and he's got the bowl of water and he puts the pinch of salt in there. Mm-hmm. He's, he's kind of like this, you know, like what, what I loved about this film is the contrast between the two lines of the two Thanos, um, which are quite distinct from each other, and I, I feel, and we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later, but... I felt like like this guy had kind of done everything that he needed to do and he was just living this really low resource, um, you know, he, no impact on the world kind of thing. He was just eating vegetables that he grew. And, and it, it's like that Thanos character as a villain, you know, for all the years we've been talking about the MCU having weak villains, he's one of the best of all time. And I, I feel like this, those opening scenes, it's, it's so small, but it added to the character. And I, I just... Mm. It's effortless storytelling, in my opinion. Yeah, it really hammers home that he's not some megalomaniacal madman. Like he he was doing what he thought was his mission. Yeah. And once it was done, he had no cause to do any more harm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which is very poetic. And then slammed black. Five. So I, yeah. Years. 
later very strung out like it's very yeah. slow moment the five and you're like i know what they're doing but i still like that they're <laughs> taking their time doing it. <laughs> no <laughs> yes days later yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to just go through scenes chronologically because i think that's boring um i don't <laughs> <laughs> i do i want to talk about like major stuff that we like that we want to kind of sink our teeth but i think into. that's okay, a so major five-year jump i think is that's a, pretty a major, major thing, right? part yeah okay yeah fuck it let's like it. that that for um, me that's like the carpet uh, you know, pulled in the yeah, that's, like, that's when the setup of this movie that we got yeah. none of from the trailers is like boom. That's what this is because so I don't think any of this that that wasn't one of the the kind of uh, real left turns that I thought of because we we all at one point or another hypothesized that this was going to be years later. But I thought at that stage in the film they'd established the timeline. You know, I thought that then to have that initial you know 20 30 minute sequence and then do a time jump it's cool that for me was the surprising part yeah i'm like i could have imagined of seeing the hawkeye scene and then it's like boom we're x many years later but yeah. it's sort of we're sort of seeing it sort of cut together it's not as quite linear as infinity war and then um you know i didn't expect it to be 5 years well it, it puts a no, weird none kind of, us of did. Jolt. we 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 pegged it to be a lot you said 3 than years that. i believe i thought it was 10 years i think at any rate, it doesn't really matter. But like, my, I think for me, the biggest impact of that was that it was a jolt. Like we had jumped into the action. At, you know, we're going to go after Thanos. This is the mission. We can't fuck up. Let's go. And then they chop off his head and then it's done. And you're like, oh, oh, oh okay. And, oh, and no. then it's like five years later and it's, it's right back. The pacing has gone right back to square one. Mm. And now we're on this kind of slow burn. And you're like, okay, like with Infinity War, it was, we're going to step up to the action and we're going like, to keep our pedal or pedal to the metal as much as we can throughout the entire film. This one was like, nope, we're going to step back. We're going to have our slow burn on this. And I thought that was really interesting, a really interesting way to do that. So then we, 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 not to go through this whole thing chronologically, but we do after this jump catch up with all the characters and see where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting way of doing it. Like they just kind of did this like little, this is where you are. This is where you are. This is what's happening here. Yeah. So uh, whatever Ant-Man gets out of the thing, he's been gone for five hours. That's interesting. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The rat is the MVP. You lent over to me in the, in the MVP. Yeah, the rat. That rat is the MVP in the of, van. Crawls over the equipment and out pops uh, Ant Man. Yeah. Click the right yeah. button and like yeah, get so that, that. Why is that motherfucker not on the poster? I hope like, we find seriously. out. I hope we, there should be like a short film or a comic spinoff or something yeah. that shows that rat's really yeah. important. Is there a rat man? There may be. I'm, I'm <laughs> there, sure there, there is. is. In the archives, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. there is. Uh, but. Um, just just one little thing, just a nitpick. His first nitpick for me is I wish we'd seen like Steve um, Steve Rogers, his hair looked exactly the same. I liked how Romanov had a different hairdo. You know, it's back to the wigs, back to the wigs. But I wanted George, to see that weathering. Session. I want to see that weathering. Like I want to see that time lapse. And I felt like with Romanov, I felt a sense of time lapse. With Steve, I would have liked to maybe feel it a bit more in his I presentation. I feel like it would have been weird if, if Steve suddenly had long hair. Like that doesn't that like it, it's maybe even a, a few grays or you know just yeah. something to it didn't have to I don't know what it would be but just something yeah, in his presentation that was a little bit different that would have made that time lapse yeah um, feel a, like lean into it more and make oh wow he is he's it's been five years like with Romanov I was like wow okay she she's changed she's she's withdrawn from the world with with Steve I felt like. It's kind of like business as usual. I like that though. I kind of like him as a stalwart sentinel yeah. kind of Sure, character. and that's probably the creative decision they made. But on to um, the ones who did change. We got Hulk um, pretty quick. Yeah, Professor that, Hulk. That, Hulk, just, Banner, <laughs> whatever he is. What is the name of that character? Is it Professor Hulk? I, he's, he, I don't know. This is like, this is a, for the movies. Like there's, there's so many different versions of merging of consciousnesses. 
this for the purpose of the movie, this is just like banner. And, 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 banner and that's Hulk. when I fell in love with Hulk for the first time. Yeah. Like that opening scene, and you've got such great um, CG work on this character. And then doing the, you know, want a picture, it's green, you know, and then Batman, oh man, I just got such a kick out of that scene. Yeah, and you immediately get the sense of where Banner is, like, in his headspace. Like, he is at peace for the first time mm. since his accident, which happened before the MCU started. Mm. Yeah. Um, I didn't even really think about that, it's true. He, he's so zen, like, he's got a smile on his face for most of this movie, even yeah. though everything sucks, and it's such a... His, his scene where he's kind of going... <laughs> yeah. It's like this perfect little moment of like he's not he, he's completely different. Not the guy. He's not a rage monster. Yeah, yeah. it's and it's so good. R- Ruffalo was like I'm not sure if it's in Infinity War or just most films that he's been in, but he has this interesting sort of fidgety way he holds his hands, mm. and he wasn't doing that as much in this. And and just like that that visual cue was enough to say, oh, something something's major happened to this character, and he's evolved, he's changed. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know, man, just the presentation was so on point for me. I love the way they, that he looked. Yeah, yeah, the the um the effects team did a great job on him. <sighs> you um, really spectacular job on him, didn't they? Yeah. Especially just the the facial capture. Oh man. It it, it was, was so perfect good. resemblance of Ruffalo um and he does cool little, little details with his lip like mm. and it's just like wow that feels so real and human and organic. Yeah. So um what did we think about the uh rogue Barton character? What are the uh, Ronan is yeah. Like uh, I um that that shot where he's introduced that's that single shot where it's rotating around them Tokyo that's one of the best shots we've ever seen in the MCU I feel that was pretty I, cool I I thought that was just like that's filmmaking man like like they they, they the way the scene could be done is you know cut 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 ching 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 you know close up a sword you know cut around the action but in this was like no we're watching this scene play out and um it's all one shot and i i was always impressed with those so yeah i, I liked how the that there had obviously been progression in terms of like where these characters have gone romanoff by far seems the most um i guess affected by this maybe well, uh, i would disagree well, sorry, i would disagree I, yeah with the exception of um thor i suppose um, one of the biggest surprises of this huge. film. Huge. And, and I mean, the, the biggest thing about that is that they really don't change him throughout the the movie. He is fat Thor for the entire thing. It's fat mental breakdown Thor. Yeah. Um, which we didn't get any hint of going into this. Nothing. Nothing. So that was a big swing. Like they just, they just reveal him in his little place with Korg and Meek. Playing video games, drinking beers, and being fat as playing fuck. Fortnite, so swearing you, at kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you feel like that might have been a, a couple beats too long? No, I thought I was thinking to myself, "Wow, this is ballsy." The first time I saw it, I was like, "This is a ballsy move," and I hope they nail it because um, this could fall flat on its face. Like fat Thor. Like for, we've never seen anything like that in the MCU. For, it's, it's almost like it was on the verge of too comical. It was very broad, and he was very broad. And for for a character who was such a dramatic linchpin in the last film, it was such a big um, big change. Um, but he has done that broad before um, in Ragnarok. In all fairness, so I think they they really did have the confidence that he could carry it. And I, I feel like he really did. Like he he is mostly a comedic character, but he does have those moments of drama really shine through. It's got the drama and the 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 woe, like the the hopelessness that he has in his life, like the the expectation and how he didn't he hasn't met that expectation, and he's yeah, just kind of withdrawn. Yeah, you know, he's just withdrawn from society and he's hiding away. And it was 
so interesting and makes me fall in love with Thor even more. Exactly. You know, he, he, he wasn't one of my favorites and now he's one of my absolute favorites in the MCU. Easily, yeah. And I, and I'm fantastic to get Korg and Meek in this. Yes, um, and Valkyrie. Just, saying, and New Asgard, which yeah. is something from, from the comics, which is really cool to see in this. And I like the visual of Hulk in the back of the, the truck, the truck, you know, like yeah. in this little, yeah, Hulk this little bowl. Rocket, yeah. And, and that, kind of the assembling great, the team together, I suppose. Yeah, the, the great shot of Hulk um, just talking to Thor and being like, fuck, oh. what is happening to this poor guy? And, you know, there's that shot of, of um, Hulk and, and Korg standing there and Thor's like just a head. Mm. He's mm. so tiny mm. next to these two guys. Yeah. Just so different for him. Um, so I think uh, a major component of this film is obviously Tony Stark. Um, and I thought that where they took his character, I, I did not see that coming, not a million miles off. Um, I In mean, terms of the setup or the journey? Um, the journey, yeah, sure. But the setup, like right. the fact that he, you know, you see him and, oh, fuck, he's got a kid. I mean, that for me was the most interesting, one of the most interesting kind of from left field moments of that entire film because, and, and it immediately occurred to, to, to in, in my mind, I'm like, oh, fuck, he's got something to fight for in this timeline, which meant that, like, uh, originally I thought that they were going to just try and revert everything back, so he's going to be like, no, I can't lose. Mm. I can't sacrifice my kid. Mm. Um, that I thought that added such a cool and unexpected element to this entire uh, character arc. Yeah, he and, doesn't want to just reverse it back to the way mm. things was because his life has flourished in a different kind of way. And yeah. and little Morgan Stark, props to her, she does a great job in this movie Perfect. of selling oh. that relationship and everything Perfect. that's at stake. It, there's some, you know, kind of on-screen, you know, father-daughter um, things that, that, that seem like, oh, those are two actors that are doing their thing. And and I thought that they did a really good of, a good job of selling the the relationship. Yeah, I, you have no doubt that Robert Downey Jr. is great with kids in real life, I think would be a big help. I yeah. thought also <laughs> the line that really encapsulated that scene was, you know, Cap going, you know, we've got a second chance here. And he's like, this is my second chance. Yeah. yeah. And that really kind of, you know, it was it was another layer to this, as you were saying, Con, it's another layer to it that makes this um, time travel thing a little more interesting than just like, we're going back and we're reversing everything. It's like, no, we've got stakes in this timeline as well. Mm. Um and that for me was was adding a layer of complexity that um, was very satisfying. Um, I, I love how Tony Stark, you know, the next scene, like he just figures shit out. Mm. You know, don't don't, don't question it. He's oh, yeah, going to figure out time, time travel, travel yeah. and yeah. boom, like time travel will happen. Yeah, some people had an issue with him and his nanotech in the last film. I'm like, yeah. I think they made that huge leap so that yeah. they could make this yeah. infinitely <laughs> huge yeah. leap. Oh, yeah. by the way, I solved oh, time, time travel. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bit where he just leaves. didn't he, try before. <laughs> he sits on the chair and he kind of goes like this and it's kind of <laughs> like, is this, is, this a, is this a blooper? Or, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he sold the enormity of it though. Yeah. It's great. And I, I do, um, I know we're going through this chronologically um, for better or really worse, but the the Gwyneth Paltrow scene on on the the, the couch where she Did says that, you know I, I my mistake is not letting you do your thing in a way and like trying to fight that um, and it's kind of like this partnership well like one of her well, what what whatever sentiment that she was saying yeah. is like this this interesting um kind of like he needs to let peace. him fly yeah, I think she know. was far more at peace with what he had to do yes mm. um I again I was so weirded out because. In my mind, we were still talking about them reverting it back to what it was. And that to me was like, 
why is she so chill with this? Like, I don't mm. understand. And it wasn't until, and this, this is what I really wanted to get into because this is something that I am still trying to work through, which is that they, the mechanics of time travel and they time did heist. time, time heist. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that they did a really good job of it. Um, they did a better job or I guess almost a better job than uh, looper. Cause looper did an explanation, which is, which was basically don't look too much into it. It's not going to make sense. And they kind of did a little bit of that. They're like, this is enormously complicated. We don't know what's going to happen type thing. But they also set some of the parameters and ground rules and they argued for it as well. And I thought that was really cool. Um, very meta um, as well. Like yeah, they, they name check a dozen other time yeah, travel movies. Time yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I thought, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, I'm still not 100% sold on the, the mechanics of how it's meant to have worked. Yeah, I don't know how well it'll hold up to scrutiny, but I can't wait for Reddit to tell me one way or another. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because, um, I, mean, I, I mean, the theory sounds brilliant. If they go in, just nab the, um, nab the stones, and then, you know, as was mentioned before, replace them, then that could be the same continuity, that could be the same timeline. Nothing would no change, problems. yeah. But they did go back and change they a did lot. change yeah. quite a bit. Um, and So my, my, my thinking towards that was based on what the Sorcerer Supreme kind of said, or the Ancient One, um, is that, yes, they create branching timelines when they go in and fuck all that stuff up, but as soon as Steve returns the stones to where exactly where they took them from, then I guess those will just get erased and everything will go back to normal. So but, what um, I got from that was actually something different. Mm. So what she said was that what you've done is you've effectively, either way, you've split it two ways. Um, and this universe will continue on with your changes and the other universe will is already set. You're just well, going no, they don't. Ha- and in that second universe, they don't have all the infinity well, stones. That, that was the big thing, yeah. which is that, you know, if you just take all the infinity stones out of the equation, then we're fucked. Like as in you wouldn't have made it as far as you did without the infinity stones anyway. So you're dooming us to a fate as bad as what you've created anyways. So that then putting back the stones is not them not affecting this second timeline. It's them putting back the stones is making sure that second timeline can exist period. That yeah. was what I got yeah. out of it. Yeah, but so there's it, still, it, there's it, still it erases, a split. But I would say it erases the divergent path from existence because that's kind of what her diagram showed, I feel. Like, yeah. well, he, and the then diagram showed off, that. And then and he, he grabs in, the yeah. time stone and puts it back in and, and then it's, it's disappeared gone, yeah. and then there's the yeah, one timeline. But the, again, I don't understand how that divergent time path goes away because presumably all the changes that they made in the past are going to affect the present. And, and what's more is that's apparent sort of in... Um, in the kind of, I guess, the final scene of the entire film, which is that a change in the past obviously has affected the present. Or, but, well, I, I, there's there's a number of ways to look at this, and I, I, I need to think about this a bit more, and I, I'm not 100% sure on everything, but for me it's almost like one of those... Um, time time mechanics where it all it's one timeline and everything had to happen in this fashion and it, it was going to happen either yeah, way. It was right? going to happen I, in this fashion. I don't yeah. think it'll hold up over the twenty two movies if you really analyze it. But I think the idea was that yes, Captain America Steve Rogers had always gone back to that time. Yeah, and perhaps just lived a quiet life. Yes, and well, so like the, I said, the, it doesn't hold up. The major problem with that is that um, Peggy Carter. Yeah, like I had said, it, it doesn't children. hold up. But. 
I she could have had him with him. Um, you could say when he last yeah, saw her true. in Winter Soldier, she sort of had dementia. So who knows? Maybe she was just really confused about what was going on there. Um, yeah. I think that actually could be a real big key to this. But um, yeah, that's like, very interesting. Like I said, Wait, I think in Winter Soldier did she sh- say that she had children? Because now, now I'm thinking about it. Um, her niece, who Captain America, that'd be an awkward conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's one of the big keys that not all of this was planned from the start yeah <laughs> but like i mean that that little piece there if you think about it is it's her niece so that would be her her sister or brother's yeah. kid not her kid yeah um i don't apart from maybe the winter soldier which maybe she didn't say that she had kids in winter soldier one of the only things she says that um was the thing is, is she says she married a man who steve rogers saved from when he did that big prison break in the first movie um, of all the prisoners of war, she said, yeah, she saved, he saved this many people, one of whom would become my husband. Yeah. Um, so whatever. But I mean, you could retcon that to being Exactly, like- exactly. I feel like really all of this is open to, yeah. to being retrofitted this way. Um, it's no more egregious than any other retcon they've done in the MCU. I mean, it, no, it's not, is it? But I, I suppose that could actually make sense then. Yeah. But I mean, then you would have to contend with the fact that she created S.H.I.E.L.D. knowing that what S.H.I.E.L.D. would become and- there's, there's all sorts of like, basically the biggest issue is that final use of the time, final use of time travel mm. is, is him staying in, in the past. That's yeah, but, for me is the biggest issue. But fuck, it was worth it. That was the only way I ever wanted that story to end. Yeah. It's, it, oh no, it's gorgeous. Isn't absolutely. It? Like, had to be it that. works hundred percent. Everybody was always saying Captain America dies in this movie. I'm like, that's not where his story goes, man. That's not it. <laughs> can't, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of like a one the way, talking. like if you watch Avengers one, like I'm, when I'm watching that, I'm thinking all this other stuff's happening simultaneously in Endgame. Yeah. You know, that's not a divergent timeline. Yeah. So like it's happening in that timeline. Part two, exactly. Different rules. <laughs> sort exactly. Of. Yeah. And I don't know and if I how watertight it is, but actually I don't think it's meant to be super watertight and it's more about the characters and just like having fun with time travel. And they, they get around it a bit by only kind of interacting with events that happen outside of the parameters of what we see in those films. Like yeah. all of the Avengers Battle of New York stuff happens after And also, that movie. What a fan, I think one of my favorite of those types of scenes is Captain Rogers fighting himself. Oh, fuck. Which is the, like, I can do this all day. And he's just, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What a fantastic Yeah, moment. yeah. <laughs> so that, good. That for me is kind such of that- sassy Captain America. I love yeah, it. That, that for me is such a, a wonderful <laughs> indication of how that character has changed. Like he seems so kind of, peppy in the first couple of appearances in yeah. the MCU. Whereas in this one, he's, a, he's, he's more well-rounded, isn't he? Far more well-rounded. Yeah. He's more of a deep more character. Of a human, yeah. He swears a bit. He checks yeah. out his own ass. Yeah. He's, a, yeah. he's, he's a dude. <laughs> oh man, that's America's ass. That's, oh, that is fuck. America's ass. That's that, my favorite that is, line of the fucking film. That is such, oh, just spot on, man. Yeah. Really excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was cool to see like how they integrated uh, Hydra into that as well. Mm. Awesome. Oh, man. Like, uh, diver- like him going like, hey, Frank- Hydra. Yeah, Frank Grillo and Kaylin Mulvey oh, showing oh. up in that elevator scene. So brilliant. It's like With it's crossbones. Agent, Agent Sitwell as well, who's one of the longest kind of running MCU characters. Like he's been in so many different, like of the movies and TV shows and stuff. So one of the most interesting things is that is almost like, that is like a shot for shot of Winter Soldier, him in the elevator mm. fighting everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's almost as if like, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah. I've been obviously, here before. Yeah, like yeah. I, I know how this is going to play out, um, uh, which obviously it doesn't. Um, I, I, I loved how they kind of were like, ah, uh, 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 nope. 
Um, so good. And I feel like none of it was diminished by the fact that we knew that they were redoing the Battle of New York from the set photos. We knew Frank Grillo was going to be in the film based on um, some podcast he did. The Bastard. <laughs> he mentioned he was going to be in it. And he was like, I don't care. I'm not, never going to be in a fucking one of these again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, thanks, Frank. Um, but yeah, it was all still just such a joy. That was really the the most joyous segment of that film for me. It was just that whole Battle of New York yeah. kind of reenactment. Um, and the Loki bit. Holy fuck. I love that. But he grabs a tesseract, for bails. Yeah. So, but but that that's one of the things. Okay, so I'll amend my previous statement. That is a major game changer in terms of the continuity, which means that mm, that can't be the that's same. True. Continuity. Yeah. So in my mind, all that stuff would be rewritten technically, but at the same time, I feel like they did want to leave a back door for Loki actually surviving. So well, I, it's, it's all so nebulous. It's so bizarre, isn't yeah. it? Like, that I mean, that is the scene. That that particular moment puts a hole in my theory that it's all one timeline and it had to all happen. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like. What what happened there? That, yeah. That's a divergent, you know. That. And I think so does Captain America versus Captain America. Like I, I guess. I mean, he could have still Loki, thought that that was yeah, Loki, though. But yeah, interesting. I, I'm really keen to see some proper theories on this. Yeah, because, I'm trying uh, to think of what what could possibly like really change the outcome. Now, I mentioned in in our regular review that I thought there was maybe one too many of the. Hey, look at this guy. And I, I do, I it? do feel like um, Alexander Pierce showing up was a bit like, why, why is he? Who's that? The the, the uh, uh, secretary. world security council, yeah, the secretary guy. What, what's his fucking name? Had oh, it all, Robert all day Redford. Yesterday. Robert Redford. Yeah. Um, like again, like yeah, really cool old man. <laughs> yes, but like I don't you know didn't if that think one that was the necessary. Simpkins cameo was too egregious. What was that? So that there is at, um, at the Iron Man oh, at the funeral. funeral. No, that was great. That made a lot of sense to I, me. I, I, so no, I was. I just watched that the joking. other day. I fucking love that movie so I, much. I love the fact. <laughs> that And I knew there. I already knew he was in the movie, so I was oh, surprised. Yeah. Do you, do you, you seem a little bit blank. Oh, Most man. people had no idea. I was, was like, that's somebody. <laughs> that's and, a, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna ask Ben. <laughs> well, I, I assumed when I first saw that 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 was uh, uh, someone from Shield or something like that. It was like something mm. random. Like it didn't click for me until after the film that that was who that was. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, it was so funny. Like, of course he's at his funeral. Um, what were you just talking about, Robert Redford? Robert Redford. Yeah, that that, that to me, I was like, because why? But it also I kind makes of expected sense that he's there. Like, well, I kind of expected him to show up in Captain Marvel more than this, um, and that didn't happen. But it did happen in yeah. this, which really surprised me. But less joyous than the other surprises, the other surprise cameos. Yeah. Um, but on the opposite end of the spectrum, I was I was so shocked by how. Um, Emotionally involved, I was with Rene Russo's Frieger showing up again, Thor's mother. Oh, so um, good. Oh, I dude, thought that, that was wonderful me. and a really great kind of um, continuation of that character who had very little to do in those first two films, mm. even though her funeral scene is one of the most touching moments in the whole series, I feel. But um, yeah, that was just such a beautiful scene that really, that I think more than anything else in the film, cemented Thor's working in this film. And, like, and also the theme of... There's a, there's a really interesting theme in this film of like who you're supposed to be versus who you are mm. and, and kind of like being the hero and, um, you know, the sacrifices in your life. And, and there's some really interesting stuff there. And that was the first scene to really kind of bring that to f- forward to the, the forefront of the film. And um, I really latched onto that. Mm. I thought it was very powerful and... Um, you know, she she kind of like he's like I'm from the, like she knew she he was from the future, and I liked how how wise and she kind so of just much. like I'm not going to ask you where you've been, where you're from, yeah. what are you trying to do, but like there's something going on here, and I'm and she's just involved in a conversation with her son from a different timeline, and uh, I liked how they handled that, which was like oh <laughs> from the future, no, she's just very calm, 
very wise. And uh, I got Sella. a lot out of that scene. Yeah. Um, we got Natalie Portman back for Natalie the next Portman, that, So that was my second biggest That wasn't B roll shock in this film. That wasn't B roll. I look, she went to the premiere. Yeah, that's so, true. I don't know, maybe maybe some some bridges have been mended, but um I was because the first time you see her, she's very far off in the distance. She just kind of turns away from camera. I'm like, okay, they've used her voice. Um, she's not going to appear in this. And then she just kind of shows up. I'm like, holy fuck. But yeah, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it was some deleted footage from Dark That's World, what maybe, I, but, I thought it was. Like, yeah. There wasn't just like, what are you going to do? Like, say, Natalie Portman, do you want to have, a, you know, three seconds of screen yeah. time? <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, you get, you know, Thunderbolt Ross at the end for about three seconds and how, how many other people in here for no amount of time. Yeah, I suppose. I think now is the important part to talk about, um, you know, Nebula... Thanos, Gamora, and that whole sequence. Because that's yeah. where in the film, in my first screening of it, I was like, okay, we're going in a pretty break. Ne- like we're about halfway through this film. I believe, I believe your exact words were, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so eloquent. thing to do, isn't so it? So eloquent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I love that. I, love I thought that I was kind of like, where's this going to derail? You know, this, this is going too well for the Avengers. Like there's a few hiccups along the way, but- then we're getting into the meat and potatoes. Such into a sinking film. feeling when Nebula fucks it up again by recording everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just take out that fucking eye. Um, yeah, when when he starts getting getting wise to things, it's like ah oh, shit. But also a very interesting way that they did that. And and one of the other things that I thought was really cleverly done is um, how they brought back Gamora. Yeah, um, because we all just assumed that she was in the soul stone with everyone else. And we knew that Zoe Saldana was in this film and we assumed that it would be that version of that character, yeah. but no. But it isn't. And and that <coughs> is a very clever way of, and this is kind of maybe a segue, um, a very clever way of bringing Zoe Saldana back for Guardians of the Galaxy, but also giving finality to Natasha Romanoff's character um, because they didn't bring back that Gamora. Gamora, yeah. Which yeah, means I, that they're not going to bring back Nat, presumably at all. Yeah, yes, but I can also see people calling it a cheat, and it wouldn't be unfair because they're really having their cake and eating it too by killing Gamora, and then here's Gamora. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they 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 made it work. But what what became very obvious to me in this scene is like we've got a different Thanos in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a guy who is learning from the mistakes of his future self. We've got a guy who's saying he didn't complete thought. the task. Um, we have to go to a new level. And, and that's revealed later on in the film where he's like, I'm going to fuck everyone up and start a whole new universe. And I was like, wow, from a very measured, very rational sort of Thanos to go to this maniacal entity in this, mm. that for me, I was frothing on. Like I was just like, <laughs> Russo <laughs> brothers, you've done it again. Yeah, I thought that contrast was so satisfying. So and compelling. You, uh, yeah, I thought that that his kind of characterization in this, as I said in the non-spoiler, he was so kind of undefeatable but reserved, calm, collected. He was in control. Whereas this one, it, it just kind of felt like there was a, 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 a less measured kind of brutality about the character. Yeah. He wasn't it, there Literally, it wasn't, about, it wasn't just 50-50 anymore. He's like, I'm, kid- I'm, I'm killing, killing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, that that made him feel more more dangerous in a yeah. lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. before you just kind of felt like he was going to do his thing and he's going to move on where this is, you felt more unpredictable. You weren't sure like 
you might just fuck people up. And heaps of people were like, yeah, I remember when Infinity War first came out, everyone was like, yeah, Thanos is right. You know, <laughs> yeah. like they, there's a rational decision-making process behind him. Whether the ethics of it align with, with, you know, whether the ethics, you know, yeah. that's a whole separate thing, but the rational sort of numerical zeros and ones of it makes sense. I love how this disproves that though. Like this yeah. movie is basically saying, yeah, rationally that may make sense, but you're not taking into consideration the 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 kind of the human the Avengers, aspect. yeah. Not even not even just the Avengers, but the human aspect. No one will ever just move on. There was that one line where Steve was like, "There's whales in you know in the bay." Yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of nice though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does. I hope those whales right. are doing well. Aww. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. we're all Not back, anymore. baby. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and for, for, I know I'm harping on about it, but that contrast with the two Thanos, Thanai, let's call <laughs> Thanai, them. Yeah. Um, man, cool. I can't tell you. That's one of my favorite things they did in this. Yeah, um, I, I totally agree. Um, okay, so there's a couple of things, that, uh, a couple of other things that we need to kind of tick off on this in, in, in discussion. Um, God, so many things actually. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to uh, touch on was the um, Vormir sequence mm. um i think it didn't really occur to me until they arrived at vormir what was going to happen like as soon as they arrived at vormir and it was um you know uh i want to say scarlet fuck black widow and black uh, uh um and black hawkeye Hulk. fuck black hawkeye, black hawkeye. <laughs> why <laughs> hawkeye and black widow, Hawk widow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they were there in the ship and they arrived at vormir i was like that sudden realization be like, like somebody's ah. somebody's going down because we know how this this has to end. Can we quickly just talk about just uh, just not why don't not they why don't they land closer land. to the summit? <laughs> <laughs> like, both movies right like that's a solid walk. That's going to take you know a couple hours. Yeah. Thanos especially he could have just kept teleporting. Yeah. Up there. yeah. <laughs> Presumably there's something stopping them. Um, but yeah, I Red thought- Skull comes out. He's like, Damn. Yeah. get your ass back to that sand dune. You've got to do this properly. This is authentic. Um, I thought that was, I thought, you know, was a bit worried that it was going to feel a little less um, impactful. Um, you know, the Red Skull is showing up again, but I thought that was really cool. Mm. Um, I loved the little nod uh, of him saying like, what was it? Barton, son of James or something. He kind of goes, well, that was less thematic, wasn't it? Edith. Um, and, but, so this is something that I, I wasn't sure was going to work because I, they really kept me guessing with who was going to sacrifice themselves. Yeah. There wasn't a little bit of me that was worried. Did, I don't I want to know if either of you got a hint of this. I was really worried that Barton was going to go bad and kill her. There was a part of me in my brain because they had set the character up to do that. I really, I was really okay. hoping they didn't do that, but they had set him up as in like this guy that has lost his way because of the loss of his family. He's unhinged. He's and, unhinged. Yeah. And maybe he, in his head, he's thinking, I got to get my family back. I don't care how I do it. And, and Interesting. You know, I'm going to get back to my family. And he just it, fucking mercs her. Yeah, it occurred to me. Um, it, the, that uh, scared the shit out of me. And it gave some tension to the- that the, uh, that didn't occur to me, but it's an interesting thought. I knew that it was going to go down that way only because we hadn't seen that scene with Barton with the explosion down the corridor that we'd seen in the trailer. So I knew he was going to survive mm. yeah. that part. Um, oh, I but, didn't even think of that. But it still had a lot of impact, and I was still interested well, to see how the scene would unfold, not necessarily how it would end. When they kept doing that, like, me, you, me, mm. you thing, like them actually fighting each other to throw themselves yeah. off this cliff... I, I thought like, oh my God, they're really going for it. And when he finally jumped off, 
I was like, holy, okay, because obviously it had to be Natasha. That just makes sense. The guy's lost his family. Her family are the Avengers. Like it just, everything was leading up to that. And the fact that he jumped off, I was like, wow. fuck, yeah. you got me, Marvel. You got me. I was, um, I wanted this scene to be as effective as maybe it was for you. I was a little distracted during it, unfortunately. First of all, because, um, and this is just my stupid nerd shit getting in the way, but I'm like, why don't either of them recognize the Red Skull? Like they're high level shield agents. She mm. she saw him in a big in the big Winter Soldier yeah. info dump um, about yeah. Hydra being in Shield, and I'm like, is does this not matter to them? That's a big <laughs> fucking deal. I remember when I saw Infinity War, that was a big deal. Mm. Um, and then when they were each trying to jump off the cliff, I'm like, would that work? Doesn't doesn't one of them have to throw the other or like uh, this Technically is just he does. Uh, this was just me being concerned about the mechanics of it. I, yeah, and I, it's got to be a sacrifice. They solved that though. They did. They did. Oh yeah, solve that. yeah. When they, when they actually do it, absolutely. Yeah. No, but, no, no, um, no. They sold it before that, um, and that is something that did occur to me, and it's one of the reasons that I thought that he might go evil. But uh, it's it's in the way that the Red Skull actually phrases it. Mm. You have to lose something that you mm. love. So it's not that you have to kill something that you love. Right. He specifically said you have to lose something. It's not a sacrifice yeah. as per se. It's um, Cheeky. it's it's yeah. Losing so that something. he and I yeah, noticed cool. that they did that. So I thought okay. that was very interesting. Okay. And then, um, then, then, um, there's after, one. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, just after after the film, a, a friend pointed out to me, hi Matt, um, that why when Steve goes and returns all the stones, what happened with the soul stone? I was thinking that exact same thing. I yeah, was like, would that what, not they be they a soul go, go for a stone? To... Shouldn't she come back? Or... And, and then we're missing a, a wonderful oh. scene. <laughs> we're, we're missing a wonderful scene where. He obviously had to go up and interact with the Red Skull. Hey, excuse me, Mr. Custodian. <laughs> I would, I'd love to see how the Red Skull reacted to him and be like, that is a one shot we need. Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Um, <laughs> the interesting off. part of this the, scene is oh. that it's the only scene that I can think of that has a direct parallel to Infinity War. Because a lot of, like, even him waking up in the liquid yeah, or in the lake and then coming redo. down. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I found that unbelievably satisfying. Mm. I, I thought that was a nice little touchstone. Yeah. So another thing, God, there's a, so many things occurring to me at once. Um, <laughs> We've a, come- a, missed, a missed opportunity at Vormir. This is the last thing I'll say about Vormir. Missed opportunity. Um, the last words that, um, uh, that Romanov should have said to Hawkeye is still friends. Um, I felt like that was a missed opportunity. He said, he said, um, that's a callback to winter soldier where okay. they're beating each other up in the civil she goes, war. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. And, and she goes, uh, uh yeah, still yeah. friends. Um, no, that would have been cool. That would have yeah. been cool. Um, while we're at it, I think we've got one infinity stone left. One, one of my favorites, the, the, um, the power stone. I just love that they reenact the beginning oh, of Guardians of the Galaxy, so and then you good. know exactly what the punchline is, and it just yeah. makes you wait so long. And then he's just standing there like a fucking idiot singing that song. <laughs> so he's that was so out of tune. It was oh, so well, brilliant. Like it just on. it makes him even more likable, and it makes that movie even better. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I love. That's the perfect. It made me way want to, to go that. watch Guardians one. Yeah, totally. and just be like, yeah, Don Cheadle's over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's another thing that that sorry to to you know fuck around with this time travel. No, thing no, no. Um, this is this interesting we stuff. have effectively the whole point is that you can't avoid the snap the snap has happened right so uh, they yes they took thanos out of that timeline and killed him before um 
Mm. before he had the gauntlet and snapped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which means that by killing him, they should have just reversed this entire thing. I guess... The, the, so it has the, to be a split reality. It's the not throw, the same. Yeah, yeah, I guess the, the only throwaway line they give is that, you you know, you can't change the future from the past. Like, changing the past doesn't yeah, change the future. The Hulk, Professor Hulk um, says that. But that's, yeah. I mean, again, I, I, that doesn't make it, sense. It'll, with, it'll, with you'll wrap your, your head Captain in a pretzel trying to think of it. Yeah, I know, I know. But... um. Let's just wait for the Reddit scientists to, to let us know. <laughs> I don't think, personally, on the two viewings that I've watched, I don't think they've matched it up well. I don't think the tra- time travel mechanics will work. Mm. No. And I don't think they actually give a fuck that it doesn't work. Yeah. Probably I think not. it's about the characters. It's about the emotion. That's just a, a vehicle for them to, to do some cool stuff. What a beautiful way for Captain America to go out. Like, I mean, that again, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't have had it any other way. I might have, but you know. Um, once they bring everyone back from the dead, uh, Thanos comes out of nowhere and blows up Avengers HQ. I thought they were all fucking dead. When oh, that so happened. did I. I was that, like that first shot of Ant Man just getting blown away yeah. from that window. I was like, holy <laughs> shit! So sorry, just to, just so we can do it. Like just before that, the mm. actual snapping. Oh yeah, two point oh. Mm. The um, Infinity Gauntlet, like the Stark Gauntlet, I was frothing <laughs> on that man. Frothing, and then just the fact that <gasps> that Hulk gets up and does that, and like yeah. his like it's his moment, how much he's putting, how much effort he's putting into that snap. I was like, I was fucking so like involved yeah. in that. I was like, mm. oh yes, fuck yeah, yeah. I I was in it, man, and I thought like him stepping up to the plate, <sighs> um, the design of the gauntlet itself. Uh, the struggle, like he was, uh, it was, it worked so really well. well. So well. Um, yeah, I was, I was completely loved that. I was around it. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that <laughs> Thanos coming in and, and just fucking shit up was so goddamn impressive because he just like lays waste to this motherfucker. And in the ads, we saw the, where this, one of the battles against, him is meant to take place. And I assume that that was on a different planet. And I thought it was really cool. That's actually the rubble of the Avengers. Upstate New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, fuck. I thought that was um, Titan. Mm. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely love how they just destroyed this thing. Like they had just won. And it felt like, it felt like halfway through the film where they were like, oh yeah, we got everyone back. Like the snap, like in my head, that, that snap to bring everyone back was going to be the last thing that happened. But I'm so glad they did it this way. Mm. Um, and the sound design and the, the the visual effects of the of his gun turrets and missiles oh, taking this place down, fucking shit up. I felt like, oh my god, like that actually elicited a physical reaction mm, from me. Yeah. Um, they really nailed that. That one last huge explosion was yeah. just um, so um, he just nuked it. It looked like he nuked the giant. Yeah. The the fight between. Um, the I guess three main Avengers, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor against um, Thanos. Oh, like that was that was kind of one of those chill chills moments. And in fact, that onwards was just chill moments. Yeah. Um, I, the the you know Thor grabbing two hammers. Oh. Um, I think one of the things that kind of I don't. I, it certainly wasn't disappointing, but I just felt like should have had more gravitas behind it. Was um, Captain America and the hammer? You didn't think it did? I just. I don't know. I like. It, I built it up so much in my head because I, I loved how both screenings there was a cheer from the crowd. Yeah. And cl- applause. Like yeah, for was, me, that that's was, the no, no, seal no, of approval. It was still impactful. I just yeah. like in my head. I've, I've built it up so much. 
Um, I oh love man. the shit out the of The payoff, that. man. <sighs> like four years. When Ultron came out, 2015. I mean, that's that's sublime. Oh, more than that, surely, that's right? That's sublime. Let's have a look. Um, Age that's... of Ultron, 2015. Oh, wow. 2012 yeah. for the first Avengers. Shit. Um, yeah, that, I mean... Him getting his shield chewed up to shit, that was my indication that he's dead. I just assumed. I think most people did. I assumed that Iron Man wasn't going to die because we had seen his, that, you know, the kniving in, in Infinity War. And I was like, I was set. You're not going to do it again. I was I set on Steve Rogers dying in this. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I mean, it made perfect sense to me. Like, uh, that was going to be like the ultimate, like, the 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 soldier dying in battle that like thematically it made sense to me. Um, I really always thought he was going to go back in time. It just feels like that needed to happen. Yeah. Um. I didn't necessarily think Iron Man was going to cop it. Um. Retrospectively, it feels just obvious with yeah. the way yeah. that um that Doctor Strange saved his life, and it's like no, you need to die a different day. Yeah. Oh, and he looks at Doctor Strange, and he puts up the, the <laughs> one way. <laughs> oh end. man! Like, I was just like, holy fuck, it's happening. Mm. Yeah, it's and it happening. makes sense as to like if I tell you how we win, then we won't do it. Like, so let, let's not quickly just skim over the biggest battle ever put to screen. Yeah. Well, that, and that, that's kind of what <laughs> I wanted to get back characters. to. Like, can we also oh, just pre was, the biggest battle of all time? Mm. I just want to quickly just mention for the 18th time in this review, Thanos felt <sighs> dangerous. He felt visceral. Like when he's chunks, he taking chunks out of mm. Steve Rogers' shield, I was like, this guy, like- how the fuck are they going to stop him? He is insanely powerful. He's hell bent on winning. This is just perfect for a conflict. You good, know? good thing for him that uh, Thor got real fat. Because yeah. <laughs> um, end of Infinity War, Thor could have mm. fucking wiped the floor with him. Um, well, yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, he could he with the Infinity Gauntlet version. I assume the one without yeah. the Infinity Gauntlet, he could have done pretty well. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just kind of got distracted in my own brain. Um, so, <laughs> the possibilities. I, right, so him, I'm just, just imagining his Homer, like yeah, Disney yeah, cartoon. Seriously, yeah. it kind of is. Um, <laughs> Captain America standing alone against Thanos and like him just saying, I'm going to wipe his the armies. fucking floor yeah. with you. Such a cool, like just visually an awesome scene. Mm. But um, nihilistic as well. I love oh, that. But that moment where the, like, everyone from the MCU starts yeah. coming through those doors was this, like, I just, that was, that was a chills moment. That was yeah. like just me kind of going like, I don't, my brain can't handle that was what's happening point. right so now. So cathartic. And I was very nervous about how they would do that. And I can't think of a better way to do it. And it, this is kind of what I meant by like, it feels meta and it feels like a letter to the fans, um, which is that they just basically took the entirety of the MCU and was just like this like this is everyone this is everyone at their peak performance this is mm. this is how we're going to do it and it felt um, it did feel a bit like hey remember the movie black panther and how much you love that he's black panther yeah, yeah. Like, fuck yeah. and he's going to do shit now um, i was not at all disappointed by this scene it was very rousing and amazing i honestly in part expected like daredevil or someone to show up <laughs> yeah Be- because it was because everyone <laughs> Because I mentioned um, earlier that Natalie Portman was the second biggest surprise cameo to me because the biggest one was um, a scene that we've actually skipped here um, with Howard Stark, um, mm. Jarvis, his butler. Mm. 
Yeah. Who is a main character from Agent Carter, the TV series. Okay. Oh, really? This is one of the only acknowledgements of the TV universe right. by oh, any no of way. these movies. I would say the only time they've ever incorporated That's anything an solely show, right? from the TV shows. Um, that would be uh, ABC. ABC, sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, that, that for me, was like the most holy shit moment in probably this whole movie. It was, like, it was a Red Skull moment from the last yeah. film. I was like, yeah. holy fuck, Jarvis from Agent Carter is in this fucking movie. Um, so I thought anything was possible after that yeah. that uh, wasn't meant to be. No, that that entire scene, like just when they have everyone, like they did a um, an Age of Ultron thing where they're all just kind of about to... Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was spectacular. Like yeah. it just... It it was such a jumble to the eyes. Like visually, it was like, oh fuck, mm. what's going on? But just kind of like that, it felt like, like I said, like a letter to the fans. Like it, it felt like, like a kid with all these action yeah. figures yeah. in their toy chest, and they're just like in the sand pit, and they just play. Like it felt like this hodgepodge, brilliant mess of all these people that we've seen over the years, and uh, it, it worked. It worked oh so God, well. It, it really did. Um, I yeah, I mean, say, like, I feel like uh, it was, and it was a good battle sequence. Like, I had yeah, on the I, Battle of Wakanda for sure. Mm, for both sure. of them. <laughs> um, all right, so there's a couple of scenes that I want to talk about in in this particular part. Um, the introduction of uh, Captain Marvel. Yep. Reintroduction. Um, I said in my non-spoiler um, review that I was a little bit suspect about how she was incorporated into this film. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite feel as good like it, it that felt too opportune like her just showing up at that point and then just that easily dealing with that ship like i don't i i this I was feel like, i feel of, like that's right in line with what we saw in infinity war and captain marvel it's certainly in line with what we saw in captain marvel what what infinity war infinity war when thor shows up to the battlefield and i feel like represents that level of power for, for as those well. smaller ships yeah yeah um I think yeah. I think I initially when that was happening and they were like, oh, the the missiles, they're, the guns, turrets were pointing that that way. What what's happening? Um, immediately I knew it was Captain Marvel. I had and, no idea. And yeah, then, well, that's a first. I, I thought it was. Gonna be I, like I some guess big, something yeah. and you guys didn't. <laughs> I thought it was going to be some big ship like a like a Kree completely or, forgot about I picked it that immediately. <laughs> yeah. And then I was kind of like disappointed initially. I was a bit disappointed, mm. and then she came through, and they. They didn't overuse her. Like it was still totally. back to Steve Rogers. It was still back to Tony yeah. Stark. And I liked that. And that was that. That was my concern. Was was Captain Marvel going to be the hero at the end of the day? And she wasn't. She assisted, no doubt, but it still wasn't all on her. It was still on the main heroes. And I thought she had one of my favorite moments in the entire battle, was which was Thanos headbutting her <laughs> and, and her just anything. not yeah. lynching. <laughs> and I didn't mind the new hairdo. No, I that, didn't. that's fine. Like that's just kind of style choice. But um, I'm I'm glad that that moment wasn't stolen away from the older heroes. Like yes, that, that, I needed that arc. I needed mm. that kind of completion. I needed it to be Cap and and Iron Man and yep. Thor really mm. um, verse Thanos. And I think that they did a decent job of of you know kind of showing how she got how she didn't beat Thanos. I thought it was a bit weird, but I was like, I'm just glad that that didn't happen because that would have felt like such a a stolen moment. Mm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I think, I think it was, she was in there enough to where her powers and how, how overpowered she was, was still justified, Yeah, but it's still, it was squarely on our main six kind so of cohort. This is what I, I'm just trying to think, where was she the entire film? 
Uh, she's well, you know, she says that line where it's like there's heaps of shit going on in the universe, it's not all about Earth. I assumed that she was just see. Off I, doing, I get that they been... they use that once, right? They use that excuse once. Yep. Earth is not the only area. I don't like that they use it again. It just I, sending her off on like. She, I don't. Oh, she but she didn't went, mention that. I think it's just implied. No, she she said that again. Well, she said there's a lot of shit that's happening on. She Earth. said it's that at the beginning, everywhere. but did she say that the second time? Yeah, she said this. Yeah. This like this stuff is happening all over the universe. I gotta, I gotta help them as well. No, no. So did that? That you're re- referencing the scene at the beginning of the film when she says that? Yes. No, there, there's two scenes. There's at two the scenes first when one, that happens. Yeah. The right. First okay. One she goes. That's what I'm clarifying. You know. Yeah, and then and then when she's in the hologram, she says, "I've got to go help shit out." But that that's still at the front end of the movie. We we're not yeah, talking that's about that's the excuse here. of why she isn't sure. there. The she says film. you you may not see me for a while. Yeah. Um I don't I don't like that. I don't like the fact that like when the Russo brothers said we're going to deal with her power discrepancy, I thought that they were going to like deal with it, not just be like, "Oh, she's somewhere else." Mm. That to me is I didn't like the way that that was incorporated. I, Don't you feel like that's always been a, a systematic problem with the MCU? Why wasn't this guy here? Why wasn't that but I guy there? I love the way that they excused it previously. Like that makes sense. But in this case, you know, in my mind, I was thinking like, oh, maybe because she's going up against the space stone or, or, you know, something like that, that, you know, it means that she won't be more powerful than Thanos with the gauntlet, like, or something like that. Like that, that, that would have made sense to me or, I don't know, but like at, at any rate, the fact that she kind of showed up at that opportune moment and then like the 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 enormity of her powers weren't really, weren't really contended with, that kind of bothered me. I don't know. I, I, I thought she was balanced as well as any other character. Like, you know, he he still gets the best of her at the end. He does. Um, but, but he I mean, flings her. I, th- I thought a worse example of that was um, Doctor Strange who got completely sidelined. He did. Um, just holding back water for the entire <laughs> battle. I'm like... Doc, just let it in and come help, mate. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> yeah. please. It's all good, Doc. <laughs> He's like, no, I've got to make this tornado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess he knew what was going on. So it's You fine. know, the weird thing yeah. about that is it, it, like that, that look of the water spinning reminded me of what Mysterio is doing in yeah. the Far Ooh. From Home. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> That's exactly what I did in the cinema. Um, um, you, you had another couple of moments from this, did you say? Um, there's going to be a moment that a lot of people are going to hate, but I quite enjoyed, which was the women of the MCU. Oh man. That I can't, I, you I fucking just... soy boy cuck. I can't I believe <laughs> you saw I, I knew you'd be completely on board with this. Um, this I, I like it. <laughs> propaganda. I yeah. Um, this feminist crap. I loved it. <laughs> Honestly, man, I couldn't have, like, I fucking wanted to throw my fist in the air. I, I was loved like, this it, is yeah. sick. That was absolutely my fist pumping moment of the whole movie. I don't know why exactly. I just love the way that they just kept gathering and yeah. it's like, fuck it. was yeah. like, oh, fuck, there's a ton of them, aren't there? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like, it, it just makes sense. And, you know, they, they have been adding a larger and larger roster of women into the MCU. And it was a nice little kind of, they had a bit of a nod to it in Infinity War where it's just the three of them. And in this one, they're like, hey, there's like, there's actually a shitload of them. In a weird way, it was like a, f- a funny kind of way to show of how many just heroes in general there are. Because we know that the minority of them by far are women. And yeah. you say there's this many women heroes. <laughs> yeah. Like, Whoa, there must yeah. be a fucking lot of heroes. Yeah, it's a reminder <laughs> of how many there were. I was like, oh, there's that and she's from that and wow there's actually a big roster of female like superheroes Spider-Man was right cool. in the middle of them yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. go get it Spidey yeah. <laughs> um, yeah like there's really a lot of people that are, aren't gonna like that totally but, and it's 30 seconds of the whole film so not they, even they, it's they, like they a 20 need, I know. 15 seconds like half they, of that like they need to chill out a bit and just shout out to Valkyrie on that horse 
mm. on that unicorn. I didn't oh, quite man. like it. I love Pegasus. that man. Yeah. Like that just the, the 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 tech stuff, the more cerebral Asgardian stuff, and how it, I, I don't know. It goes back to that kid in the, the sandpit, the ravages. That to me, I, I, I didn't quite like the look of okay. the, the execution of Pegasus. Yeah. It works um, well for me. Works yeah. really well. Um, speaking of which, we haven't spoken about Spider Man at all. Um, he came oh. back, and that that I, I love watching other people in the cinema every time he shows up, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, He's all the, right. the Stark hug. No, oh, this is nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's such a good callback to Stark not not hugging him. Yeah, yeah. it's Spider Man, and then um the fucking instant kill mode that I lost my shit yeah, at that. That, was, that was such a good callback. That's good. Yeah. Um, we, God, there's are so we much onto the to gauntlet? this film. Are we onto the Iron Man gauntlet part. Well, uh, his, I mean, his, his I demise. guess, his moment. Um, what? Really, <laughs> really he went to the bathroom You've seen it three yeah. times, right? <laughs> three times. <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I, I, I loved how they did the little misdirect of him. Like, I don't know how Thanos just didn't realize that he had didn't have any stones left. Yeah, but it, um, that's filmmaking. You know, that's that's the visuals. Yeah, storytelling. Um, that's but, show don't tell. Like, I love that. Mm, I, I did love his final lines like i'm always interested to see this i i, I recently watched um rewatched uh blade runner um and i was blade runner uh, one yeah and uh was talking to someone one. about that death soliloquy which is kind of referred to as the greatest death soliloquy on film ever really? and trying to think about what what defines good last words or like how how do you pick that how do you really like Bring something together, and 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 in uh, that I moment. think you'll find his last words were "Hey, Pep." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I'm I'm just kind of talking about the "I am Iron Man" thing, and in, in yeah. response to his "I am," what was it? I am, I am an inevitable. I am, I am inevitable. Yeah, um, and his "I am Iron Man," which is a such cool callback to the end of the first film um, of man. him going, you know, I, "I am Iron Man." I just was. I know I've said I just loved that like eighty times this review, but I was like, he's fucking cooked. Tony Stark is done. Oh, you knew as soon as he was like, as soon he's as he had the things yeah. on his hands, you're like, oh, he's dead. In fact, you knew even earlier than that when um, uh, Old Mate did his like one thing. Yeah. Like, uh, Doctor Strange was like one. Yeah, yeah I was like, like, is is the suit oh, no. channeling all that power? Then you see it crawling up his neck. He's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> um, when he when he when he was like, I am inevitable, and he was like, I I so sincerely thought he was going to be like I. Don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought he was going to drop the first f bomb in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. like oh, I had something for this, and then like click. Well, he's like get fucked. Um, no, that that was that was poetic. Like tying in the first movie to the twenty second movie. Like I couldn't have asked for a better way for Tony Stark to go out. Well, it's the and second movie tying into the twenty second movie, I suppose. No, Hulk was after that. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry, ignore me. <laughs> yeah. And that's when um, I like that scene as it started to unfold more, and when Pepper Potts comes in, like that's when the tears like. I was done. Like, I wasn't not, like not weeping. No, no. It was when Pepper Potts came in, and I was like, "All right, you know, I'm not like bawling my eyes out, but a few tears are coming." You know, Dude, and this, that's when this... I was like, "I really care about these characters. I really love this cinematic universe. Yeah. I mean, it means a lot to me." And she I, was she was really understated in that scene as well. I thought yeah. it was really. I was. Um, I think she had just come to the terms with the fact that she's going to lose him, like not of a natural death type thing. That that's the impression that I got. Like she was just like, I knew this was gonna happen. Just to dial back one second, how fucking cool was seeing her and Tony like flying around oh, yeah. together, just blasting yeah, lasers. Finally, that was good. Yeah. Great moment for this them to have. Iron Man three. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. no, I, I thought like it went against expectations. As I said, I thought Steve Rogers was going to die. Yeah. And uh, I thought Iron Man had already had his final moment. Like he almost fucking perished in Infinity War. So if he had died in Infinity War, do you reckon that would have been better or worse? A, a, like a better or worse death? I think it would have been worse because I love the callbacks to Civil War in this. I love the arc yeah. of Tony Stark. Oh, in no, this. in terms of like the storyline, yes, but just as like a scene. Too dark. It might have been like it might have even raised the stakes even more for Endgame if someone like Tony Stark. No, no, had I'm gone. not asking about what it what would do. I mean that specific scene, him dying. Which do you think would like? What is the better scene if he had died? Oh, I would say this. I just think that would have been too fucked up. That would have been some dark. Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, that would have like that movie already has a dark as fuck ending. Like I think that would have been too much, and then yeah, this movie would have had way too much heavy lifting to do. Yeah, yeah, I think as a scene. I, I thought that was such a perfect moment, like, because I was absolutely convinced when I was watching Infinity War that the, the Stony, Tark, Stony, Stony, Stony Stark is done, like, he's fucked. Oh, that had more impact yeah. for me than, than this one, definitely. As, like, as like a, something that just kind of, like, when he, jolts you on the inside. Because yeah, I don't think like, we've seen him in that him. kind of perilous, you know, we've never seen him, like, have a knife gorge through half of his abdomen. Oh, don't you know? forget when he fought Whiplash, though. Oh, mate. That was oh, the mate. other big <laughs> villain. <laughs> On the F1 um, track. My bird. I want my bird. bird. <laughs> Give me bird. The, the I think just Fuck the visceralness movie. of him being stabbed. Yeah. And, and just that, that scene where he's, like, lovingly talking to him, being like, you will be remembered. Um, like, that kind of thing. Stroking that, his head. Yeah, that <laughs> made it, like, for me, that scene was more... Like impactful, um, I like I like the storyline of it. I like the conclusion or like the way that it kind of brings together the story more. And obviously, like you know, seeing Endgame, I don't think it should have been done any other way. But that it's just annoying that 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 scene that that potential death scene was there, and I don't I, I don't know if they quite hit those heights in terms of impact. No, I I, I elicited an emotional response, and that for oh, me was 100%. enough to um say hey you guys did the right thing mm. yeah but i know what you mean they, they, they're they're handled in a different way um and I, I you know the fact when when thanos references i know tony stark you know there were some interesting elements to yeah. it a few layers to it then off to the funeral we go um amazing callback to the first film with the proof that tony stark has yeah. a heart love it very sweet and i i think the the thing that probably got me more emotional than anything else in the movie was just little morgan stark and happy hogan talking on the yeah. on the on the porch yeah i mean Fuck, i got to say throughout sweet. this entire film i was an emotional wreck <laughs> yeah it was tough yeah especially that back half yeah. yeah yeah um pretty much everything from vormir onwards i think nice to see to, um happy hogan in this as well cuz the scene got deleted from infinity war and mm. um, yeah, yeah that's just, right yeah he's a fun character and Nick Fury, uh, not a line of dialogue in the film, nor technically in the last one, really. Yeah. Um, well, the <laughs> there's, there's a post credit scene, you know. It's um, still a movie. <laughs> it's its own movie. <laughs> yeah, that really kind of the it felt a little bit like there was like six endings, like Thanos died, and then there was like another twenty, thirty minutes left mm. of the film. Um, then and that was real fan service. That was like, here's what's happening to your characters. This is where all the shields metaphorically and physically were being passed off to new characters. Um, the three main characters were, were kind of um, brushing off, um, you know, Thor hands it over to Tess Thompson, who's potentially going to become the new Thor. Fuck yeah. Um, so good. Thor 4 is on the way, motherfuckers. I have no doubt. Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi apparently pitched yeah, it to Marvel yeah, last I've week. Heard that yeah. as well. I don't know that they should call it Thor though. 
I reckon make it Thor, give it to Tessa Thompson, well, and have have as Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, do that too. Do them all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go nuts. I almost, I, I almost kind of hoped that they would have just left Thor on it, like for him to go on his own, because there could have been that really brilliant moment five years later, you know, however, like, you know, 10 movies later, where he's almost back in shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that, he, you know, they need help from someone who can we turn to and then like out of the darkness, like steps out the way. Like that could be such a cool fucking. He's back. Yeah. Like that would be Maybe. such a fist pump moment. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see more Thor, man. I think they've really tried. They actually started to real, really nail that character. Um, and it has been a bit of a ramp up into it. Uh, so I want to see more. Yeah. Um, and finally, the the fate. And we've talked about this quite a bit, but the fate of Captain America. How did you guys feel? I, I'm first question, face makeup. That was Happy? a lot of that was CGI. Happy? Um, I thought he looked great. I think I think that was um, an actual old person, a double with his face put on it. Oh, for real? I think so. Maybe. I don't know because that's what they did with Peggy Carter years ago. Um, yeah. That was really unseemly. I did not like that at all I because thought- you could tell half her face was CGI, half her face was makeup, and that was I very. I thought it for was me. like. They would have done prosthetics, similar to Prometheus, um, that that kind of look. But then they've gone in digitally and, and made it smoothed it out a bit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's definitely not whatever they did in Prometheus because that was horrendous. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I thought it looked great, and I thought his performance was terrific. And like he looked like an old dude. He had that real Clint yeah. Eastwood, like that. This old dude fuck you up. Hundred percent. That in and of itself provides for me the biggest plot hole in this entire film. Mm. Because everything that they changed in the past, you can attribute to a, a separate timeline. Only thing you can't attribute to a separate timeline is that, because he shows up in this timeline. I think it's what we discussed, though. I just think he was there the whole time. Like, I'm, I'm perfectly happy to kind of put it to but bed But again, like there's, there's too many big holes on how that wouldn't work, that that can't work. I think you could have all the fun in the world explaining them all the way, though. I know I will. I, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like love what? to do most like of what, it. Like what, though? Well, for one thing, the fact that Thanos is dead in that reality no, no, before but he snaps his fingers. So unless half the population just magically snaps out of existence without the help of Thanos, then that doesn't make any sense. Um, there's also the sen- uh, the um, issue of um, uh, they well, you know, him going back in time and obviously affecting things. Um, you know, that he would have to be with Peggy Carter for 80 years and not mention that Hydra is an issue. Um, or you knew it all worked out. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, no, th- those, yeah, those, those are all very valid points, but I can't say that I wasn't tearing up oh, when it's, they it's, were dancing in that, in that lounge oh. room. And I was like, you know, we've got this really nice dichotomy of, you know, Tony Stark sacrificing, you know, his life, but we've also had Captain America si- sa- sacrificing his normality and, and his, you know, well, his life is is in the army, and and this is yeah, the fight is done, and, and and now he's he's can get back to something like a normal existence, and you know he references Tony Stark mentioning that to him. Mm. I just I don't know, man. It just hit me in the feels, and uh, I, I, I you know nobody was talking when the credits rolled. Yeah, nobody was saying everything. Everyone was just sitting there very passively, just taking it all in, and I think that speaks we'll sob every now numbers on uh, how how uh, how effective that was. Yeah, I would say that was the number one thing I wanted from this movie. So I got no issue with it. With it. That's exactly yeah. it. No, I, I just I think that it, it provides a, a few too many 
or just a, a major plot hole in my mind. I don't think this film, I, I'm going to say with, you know, in a couple of weeks time, once we get a, a bunch of Reddit people, um, you know, IMDB deconstructing the, the, the time um, mechanics, I don't think it's going to work out. I don't think it's they're going to, I think it's actually, they've kind of thrown that out the door and sort of said, no, we're, we're addressing the narrative of these characters. Space magic, man. And then that's the main magic. theme of this film. And what I love about this film in comparison to Infinity War is like this theme of like responsibility, sacrifice of your life. Um, you know, there's, there's so many. I still think that there's only one movie that's done time travel really, really, really well. Hot Top Time Machine. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it's uh, um, Primer. Yeah, Primer. Yep. That's what I was going to say. No, uh, it fuck. better have been because you can't actually say anything else after we've said primer. <laughs> that's um, the correct answer. Because that's not even a movie; it's, it's like a science. <laughs> it's a manual. Yeah, it's a manual. Uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Uh, Give I us a hint. Um, uh, uh, future past. Um, Charades. Days of Future Past. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. That's a controversial. One. <laughs> well, I mean, if you actually think about it, like they they pan it out very easily. Like as soon as they let him out, all the events I snap look, into. Reality. I completely agree with you for once. I, but that's a very controversial one that we do not need to get into. Probably. Um, but I, I probably do, just I, haven't thought about it too much. <laughs> no, I, I completely. Oh, now that I've said, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, we get the answer to who is the next Captain America. Yep, Anthony Mackie taking on the mantle. But yeah. is he? Is is it? Is it going to be? Is it called Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or is it going to be called Captain America? That's and the what Winter they said. Soldier? But I think they're going to change, change, change that up. Yeah, eh? totally. Captain yeah. America and the Winter Soldier. I initially you've thought, been saying this for a long time that he's going to take the mantle. Well, well, no, I actually thought this series that was a fake name. I thought it was going to be called uh, Captain America and Falcon. I thought it was. Oh, gonna gonna the, I thought it was probably going to go the other way just because. Winter Soldier's a terrorist and his name probably but wasn't going to be. But we did, I've done a piece of content from a podcast, like a little video snippet for Facebook, I and have, you were talking it, yeah. about Falcon very yeah. explicitly. Yeah. Well, he was my pick, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really cool. I, I still don't know exactly how I feel about, you know, the last scene where they, they find the old old Steve Rogers and he's like, hey, Falcon, go on. He's like, no, Bucky's the, come on. It's Bucky. But no. that's, that's because that relationship has been so much more sold by the movies, even though... Steve and um, and Falcon would have a very comparable relationship, but we just haven't seen much of it. Yeah, um, they've had one movie together I and then a bunch of stuff off screen. Personally, would have liked to have seen um, uh, Winter Soldier take on the mantle of okay. um, Captain America, be- precisely because of the relationship that Steve and, and Bucky have. Mm. I think that's a beautiful kind of. Um, there's similarities there that makes a lot of sense, but um, terrorist. So it is very easy to be like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, no, like it, <laughs> probably it, yeah, shouldn't, that, that probably shouldn't be that guy. International, well-known terrorist. Um, the, soldier. It, one of the interesting things is who's going to take on the mantle of Iron Man. Um, it's either going to be Potts or uh, Morgan Wonder. Stark. Sorry, Morgan Stark. Morgan Stark. I think Shuri. Possibly. I don't know if that's a possibility at all. Actually, Black Panther down the line, but yeah, that could be one. That would be so cool because isn't mm. there Iron Heart? Mm. And uh, yeah, she could take on the mantle of Iron Heart. Riri Williams. Yeah. yeah. Um. It. it how, really, how is it not Iron Maiden? Come on. Yeah. It really yeah. <laughs> brings up a lot of questions around what Phase Four is going to look like. Um, TV shows. That's what it's going to look like. TV shows. Um, you know, I was very the, surprised at the lack of any reference to Vision. Um, yeah. yeah. Or, or at least in terms of what they were going to do with him. Like, we know the show is called WandaVision. I believe he's back for it. I don't know when it's going to be but, set. I mean, but, when you think about it, they kind of need the Soul Stone to, to get him back. Well, not necessarily based on what they said from the last film. Yeah, True. 
That's um, I mean, what, a component what, of my, him. Right, I'm going to give a prediction, I suppose, is that he's going to come back, but it's going to be him as, I guess, well, as Jarvis, um, without the soul stone, which means he's not going to have any of his powers. He's just going to be a normal person. Um, I mean, he'll still be a vibranium android, which uh, yeah, is pretty badass powers in there, probably. Um, but yeah, I, I was just actually surprised. I really thought Shuri was going to rebuild him. And I thought mm. that white that white vision uh, from the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm pretty sure it's in the Infinity Gauntlet comic. Was mm. going to make an appearance. I also thought, um, uh, is it, doesn't Nebula grab it in the? Uh, I mean, I'm Some surprised point, yeah. it didn't go down that I, path I as well. I definitely thought it was going to go one of the two yep. Nebulas doing that. I thought that was going to happen for sure. Mm. Wow. Wowie. Any um. There, no post credit scene? No, not at I'm all. I'm kind of glad. Just a little ting, ting, ting at the very end of the credits. Yeah. And that I cool that little very, signature. I think that was a good, good restraint on their part of being like, this is a closure to a, a yeah. well, really kind of... We've got, we've got enough here to propel the next phase. We know we've mm. got, you know, the passing of the mantle of Captain America. and Yeah, it would have been a bit funny if they had a Shang-Chi, the master of Kung Fu <laughs> tag at the end of this one. <laughs> um, but then, you know, it is the definitive ending of this Infinity War saga. So I like that. No, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. It's the Infinity Saga. Okay, here here's a nitpick for you. What? What? Ned is like, he should have a fuck off beard. No, he and- got snapped as well. Uh, so uh, if you want uh, if you want a nitpick <laughs> exactly. here's one thing gotcha. do the people that are snapped come back the same age as the um people that um they're living weren't snapped they're, no they come back as they had as died. they were when they how snapped how did you know ned how do you know ned got dusted because he was the same age as peter still well yeah exactly <laughs> so you just inferred that but pre- presumably because yeah. like, they didn't tell me that so i didn't realize that happened well so i got I, angry how much did they when have they to tell you when they when they were talking he was doing a bit of like like it kind of gave the impression uh, like hey we're back okay that makes know, sense we're yes. humans sure. again. Um, yeah. cool. but that that really freaks me out because like in my head like that's gonna have huge consequences because like all the brothers just became younger brothers <laughs> yeah like people have just lost five years of life like you want to get yeah. into it what about all the people who were like dusted off planes when they come back are they still where they left off in the air because <laughs> they are fucked uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like there are so what many questions from these happening? two movies that we will never know unless all yeah. these tv shows there's a really bunch of people that are on boats and are suddenly swimming what the fuck because we've got two seasons of agents of shield that are presumably going to be set in this five years i want to know if they do any of you this you know what that's going to be like though because like if, if if it's as if no time has passed for the people that have been dusted it's as if you're just flying and then the the plane disappears with like half the people all, all along it. Mm. Like no, no like time has changed in your mind. Mm. Like suddenly you're like, I mean, if you're driving and then suddenly what, you're in the middle of a, like <laughs> just skidding across the road. Fuck. You know what? I was, I, 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 I don't, I don't have a problem with the time travel mechanics in here, but I wish, I kind of wish they'd gone down the multiverse. Um, well, they, so I wish there was like parallel timelines existing. I think mm. that would have been really cool because then instead of it being the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's the Marvel Multiverse. They'll get there, don't you worry. And you've got like, and that's what I loved about X-Men and the X-Men cartoon in the 90s. It's like you had this fucked up dystopian version. You had this version, you had that version. It's like you can explore these characters in different scenarios that it retains your interest. I give, I give it 10 years before the Fantastic Four pull bloody other dimension Tony Stark out of a wormhole and yeah. enlist him to do something. Man. Anything else we want to touch on, fellas? Were there any characters who didn't show up who you would have liked to have seen? Would I know this movie Vision? has every fucking thing in the world. Um, 
don't even think. I, w- I was just trying to run through my head of like major characters in the MCU who had no part in this. Um, Baron Mordo was one. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor from Doctor Strange. Um, I don't know if we'll ever see him again. Right. Maybe in Doctor Strange too. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. There was just so many uh, surprise characters, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm really keen for Doctor Strange too after this. Bloody Ruffalo dropped that uh, Tilda Swinton was in this, I believe. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah really? I liked what? that scene. Ruffalo, back yeah. to his antics. I know, I know. This was like Fuck. two years ago. He was like, man, it's so great to work with Tilda Swinton. And everyone was like, shut the fuck up, Ruffalo. <laughs> no one's meant to know that. You weren't in Doctor Strange, idiot. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Ruffalo. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who would I have expected to be in this? I don't know. Ultron? <laughs> I would like to say God, Ultron. I can't even think anymore. Um, Vision, I think, is, is yeah, the notable. Vision's the, yeah, um, sure. thing. Uh, also, something very interesting for um, as Guardians of the Galaxy um, there's that scene where uh, Gamora is obviously on the run, so you know she's yeah. They that that was left very unaddressed. Like yeah. I was half thinking well, she did she... kick him in the balls, and then well, yeah, and then I love that line. It's like yeah. him or a tree. <laughs> um, I was half thinking maybe she got snapped. Like like Tony got rid of everyone who came in from the past, like oh, maybe, them with yeah. him. But uh, no, she, like Peter's searching for her, so presumably she's out there somewhere. I guess, but um. Yeah, I guess Guardians of the Galaxy 3, we'll find out. I hope they do as Guardians of the Galaxy because I really like that scene. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. Of course, of course. Like He repeated that line <laughs> a few times and then on the last one, everyone's just like... Cheeky ah. smile. Fuck. Hemsworth, man, I'm banking. I, I, I'm banking that guy to, to go on to something really cool. I hope, fucking hope so, man. I'm going to say Men in Black International sends him running right back to the MCU. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that and like if we've missed anything here, I'm sure we'll address it on next week's show, or we can even do like a sort of post. one week on, yeah, five days <laughs> later. Yeah. We could even we should also actually look back at our old nine theories of yes. Infinity War and readdress yes. those and see what we did get right, what we didn't get right. Mm. Um, so hopefully, get some more. I'm gonna listen to that tonight. End game content out for you guys. Anything else? Any final little tidbits? We're sitting at one twenty nine here. One hour twenty nine. Can't wait to sleep. Let's not hit one thirty. I won't have it. <laughs> You've got two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that that's got to be it. like. I mean, I just can't even think anymore. There's, I, there's so much in this film. Yeah. I know we have skipped. God, so much stuff yeah. that that I you know will be kicking myself as soon as we get off the mics. Oh, um, you know, we didn't talk about the CGI helmets. The CGI helmets, still that not, is a Nick pick. Great. A Nick pick for me. Nick pick. Never worse than that first scene of Ant-Man in that uh, test suit with, with Hulk and his head's just kind of floating around yeah. his body a bit. They, they'll never get that right as long as the MCU lives. Why, <laughs> why, sure why do Floating that? Why shit. don't you have a physical helmet? Physical helmet. Or just Yeah, the suits, I think, were CGI too. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. The suits worked. The suits looked photorealistic. Yes. There was nothing there, in there where I was like, that's I, not a CGI. I thought you could still see the seam though. Mm. Um, in between head and body, especially when they move around a lot. There we go, helmets, guys. That's our final thought. Final thing away. Game. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week for the weekly show, and uh, hopefully, we find something else to fill this void in our lives after Endgame. Because uh, I'm going to be an empty husk of a man. That's for sure. See you next week, Connor. See ya. See you next week, Benny. See ya. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs>